Do you think um, people really know uh, what they're voting for on this uh, cannab cannabis legalisation and control referendum? Not really. I think it's a hugely emotive topic and people feel strongly one way or the other. But I don't think they're taking the time to look at the detail of what this bill would include. Yeah. So this, the second of the two referendums uh, for this general election is about cannabis legalisation and control. Welcome to Voter Talk, the election podcast series. I'm Simon Ewing-Jarvie. And I'm Heather Roy. So you get to vote yes or no. And if it's yes, I support the proposed cannabis legalisation and control bill. What's going to happen, Heather? Uh, that means that a, uh, if 50% of people vote yes, then the government after the election day can introduce a bill to legalise cannabis if they want to. So it's can, not must. That's right. And if 50% or more vote no, then... That's, then it won't happen. It's yeah. dead in the water. Yep. So there's no guarantee uh, if after the election, even if 50% of people vote in favour that a government will do it. I think the Labour government probably will. A national government may decide not to. Mm, yeah. Okay, well I've heard um, a heap of misinformation, in our, uh, particularly in our number one focus group, which is the local pub, uh, and it sort of goes along like this about you know people driving stone to work, people stoned at work, um, and and so on. But that this bill is actually uh, the referendum that re and the bill it relates to is actually about harm minimisation, isn't it? It is. That's the basic premise that it's drawing upon, and it's about regulating um, an industry from an industry perspective. At the moment, there's no regulation at all, mm. and it's about introducing parameters with which cannabis would be able to be sold and consumed in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, so let's just burst a few misinformation bubbles first. This bill does not cover medicinal cannabis, hemp products, driving while impaired, or workplace health safety issues. Those are all covered by existing laws and will continue to do so. That's right. There are all sorts of things that you hear people talking about that just aren't correct either. For example, the other day I heard somebody saying that cannabis is only going to be allowed to be smoked on licensed premises, which yeah. is not correct. Yep. Okay, so what you, what you can do if you're 20 or over, that's an important um, age, uh, and that's to do with you know stages of brain development, I think, and clinical advice to that effect. Um, you can buy dried cannabis up to 14 grams a day from licensed outlets. Um, you can grow it if you've got a license from the government, eh? yes. but you can't be a grower in an outlet. That's right. Um, people personally will be able to grow up to two plants with a maximum of four plants per household. Right, so you can consume cannabis in various forms hmm. in your home yep. or at licensed premises, yes. but not in public. That's right. So it's about you know, keeping it out of the public eye Correct. and away from kids. I get that. And you can share no more than your daily amount, your 14 grams, with someone else who's 20 or over. Yep. I don't like sharing a bottle of wine when you think about it, is it? That's right. So the government, as you might expect, has got a whole heap of plan, uh, plans or proposals for how to regulate this. Um, so there's going to be uh, a, an agency that will limit the total amount of um, licensed cannabis that's for sale in the country, control the potency and contents of it. There's a whole lot of labelling around that so you know exactly what you're taking. That's right. Um, They'll apply an excise tax of course they will. when a product is packaged. And actually that's a significant um, change from what happens at the moment, of course, where government catches nothing. Yeah, well, the gangs do. Mm. 
location trading hours and all that sort of thing I don't think it would end up being too different to the way the councils deal with bottle stores now you know, no. not next to a school and and I think probably those drafting the law are, are looking at the situation as it exists already with regulation of alcohol. Yeah, this there's a lot of similarities. Very, very too. similar product, uh, processes. Yep, and you won't you won't be able to if this becomes law, you won't be able to uh, import cannabis, and only licensed businesses will be able to import cannabis seeds. And there's a lot more detail in it. And if you want to, if you want to drill into this in any more detail, go to the uh, referendums.govt.nz website follow the links to the cannabis referendum and there's a whole heap of information there and you'll also find lots of uh, websites promoting the for and the against of um, of this particular topic yes i've noticed lots of advertising around the place uh, for both referendums actually mm-hmm. uh, the euthanasia or end of life choice bill and for cannabis yeah so i think that's probably enough on the referendum for now hopefully we've you know, been able to clarify the main points there. Do you have a quote about um, cannabis? I do have a quote about cannabis. There are a few to choose from. One that I think is quite delightful from a comedian called Joe Rogan, and it goes like this. People say you can abuse marijuana. You can abuse cheeseburgers. Does that mean we should close Burger King? Mm-hmm. Right, well, that's all from us today. If you want to get in touch or send in some questions for subsequent podcasts, you can contact us through our website, talkpoint.co.nz. That's T-O-R-Q-U-E point. And we're also on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and so forth. I'm Simon Ewing-Jarvie. And I'm Heather Roy. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon.